Hey, Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela today. I thought I would put together a little mini-sode, a little compilation of what really happens on the other side. I'm not scared to die because of what I do. Um, I don't want to die. <laughs> I have too much to do here. There's too many people I don't want to leave behind, obviously, and too much work I feel like I'm I'm doing and, and I like doing and I love life. But death itself, like the concept of it, isn't scary to me. And I'm I'm thankful for my gift because of that. When I connect with people on the other side, they're as vibrant and alive, perhaps even more so than they were were when they were actually living. There is a freedom on the other side. There's more to it. I feel sometimes sad and I feel selfish because I get to, they give me the feeling of it. I don't know how else to say, kind of like that feeling when you look at a sunset or you go to the Grand Canyon or you just see something so beautiful and you say, wow, just wow. And that's what I get every time I do a reading and and you allow me to read one of your beautiful um, missing or past loved ones. To me, I get to feel that energy and I can't put words to it, but I know that the expanse of it is what the other side is. And so I forget that a lot of what I pick up isn't always talked about and it's not always normalized. So this entire podcast and a lot of my mission and all that I do with spirituality is to normalize it, to make the paranormal normal, because it's very normal, and also to give you some insight into what I get to see thanks to the work that I do. So that's what we're going to do today. So after this little ad, we'll come back and get right into it. I need to keep it creative in the kitchen level up those cooking skills, keep myself and my family excited about dinner, and I found how to do that with Marley Spoon. This podcast is sponsored by Marley Spoon. Marley Spoon knows bland food is boring, so they created the best tasting meal kit money can buy. With my code KYA, you can get up to 25 free meals. With Marley Spoon, you can choose from over 100 delicious recipes every week, from Cajun spiced chicken to poached salmon to butternut squash gnocchi to a vegan burrito ball. I made the fast za'atar steak with orzo salad and feta. When I tell you, my family inhaled that. Nobody could believe I cooked it. I couldn't believe I cooked it. I'm like, did I just have a five-star gourmet meal? I did, and I made it myself at home. And so many of their recipes are customizable. I mean, whether you're looking for vegetarian meals, family-friendly dishes, low-carb options, Marley Spoon definitely has the food that you want to eat. Marley Spoon also just saves you from making all those extra grocery hauls with their online market of pantry essentials. I mean, you can shop their selection of 125-plus items like seasonal produce, ready-to-heat options, meal shortcuts, extra proteins, handy snacks. It's There's no end to it. 
So experience the most personalized meal kit with Marley Spoon. Head to marleyspoon.com slash offer slash KYA and use code KYA for up to 25 free meals. That's right, up to 25 free meals with Marley Spoon. One last time, that's marleyspoon.com backslash offer backslash KYA for up to 25 free meals. And make sure you use my promo code KYA so they know I sent you. What happens when we die? What happens on the other side? I can only give you what I get. I'm a medium, which means that I connect with energy from the other side, and I get what they give me in readings. So when they come forward, it's it's like I can only, I'm the phone. I always say this, I'm the phone. And when I get a message from the other side, they're usually just connecting to you. So just like the phone, I get what you give me. I receive and deliver whatever energy I'm picking up. So I always say to people, it's not that I know what happens on the other side. It's just what I can gather through the little windows of opportunity I have when I'm so blessed to be able to channel loved ones on the other side for you all. And the things I've gotten over the years are pretty remarkable and they're small, like they're little, a bunch of little small things that I think to me are so beautiful and I wanted to compile them today. So I'm compiling what I've gotten from the other side, from the beautiful people who've passed, who have come through and and shared me little glimpses. Usually they don't talk to me. Usually they're talking to you through me. Sometimes they'll say something to me, which is always funny. I'm a very polite person, for example. So sometimes if they're saying something that's a little direct or they're complaining about another family member and they hear me sugarcoating it, they're like, stop. Some of them, it depends on the personality of the person. They're like, hey, say it the way I'm delivering it. And then I'll tell you when I'm reading you, like, okay, they're telling me not to censor it. So here it goes, you know, and then I'll say something and I'll say, does that sound like them? And they say, yes, that sounds just like something they'd say because they are just people. All right. So I'm going to talk about some, some windows, some little things that have come through that to me are quite remarkable, these little nuances. And I've collected about seven of them to talk about today. So the first one is, and this surprises a lot of people, they're the same. When when you pass, you're the same until you're not. So what does that mean? So what I get from people on the other side is a lot of times they're kind of the same person they were in this life. So you think you die, right? And all of a sudden it's like, whoa, you know, if somebody was stubborn, they they lose that and they just sprout wings and become <laughs> like such a patient person. No, like if you, your personality remains pretty much intact when you pass. Um, and, and because your personality is something that you've cultivated in this lifetime, and, and I feel like they keep it close to their chest, they keep it close to themselves, they keep it close to their soul when they pass on the other side. And you stay this way, I feel like it's a choice, um, because they'll show me they hang on to it so that they're recognizable and so they can still connect to the loved ones. So when you pass, 
a lot, not everyone, um, but uh, most people I notice stay very much the same personality wise. So it's always fun reading people on the other side because I get their personalities and they come through as they were in, in life. And that's how you know it's them coming through because I'll get kind of their quirks or the way that they think or how they acted or, or a little humor, their sense of their character or whatnot their values, what was important to them, the way they speak to you. I'm an empathic medium. So what that means is I pick up the feelings and personalities and emotions of whomever I'm I'm reading who's crossed over. And so when they come over, they come over with like a lot of love, you know, obviously, and I get overwhelmed with it. Because when you do cross over, you have a better ability to give emotion. So they give me that. And they really do want you to know that they're waiting for you. That's a big thing. And I feel like they do that by keeping their personality. I had, I had a mom, um, who, who crossed over. So I was reading her daughter and the mom needed to tell, she's like, okay, you know, she was like, and this is how we were as a mother daughter. And this is my relationship with your father. And this is my relationship with your sister. And this is how I was as a person. Like she was kind of dictating her own narrative of who she was to her daughter. And I said, I'm like, okay, so she's giving me this feeling of, you know, this is how you're supposed to think about her. And, and the daughter, of course, is yeah, that's mom. You know, that's exactly how she was. She needed everyone to understand her own version of events, which was one of her quirks. So you do keep a lot of your quirks when you pass over until you don't. And what I mean by that is a lot of times I'll look at um, pictures, like really old pictures of people. Here's my great, 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 great grandpa, that kind of thing. And, And they feel more distant because I feel like the more time you spend over there, the less you connect with your human identity, this lifetime's identity. And you can take that for what you will. I feel like it's a reincarnation situation and I'll get people kind of feeling lingery. Uh, they're kind of there, but kind of not. So I wonder if that has to do with they, their souls reincarnated. And then I think there's other options too, which I'm going to get into. Okay. The second thing that I've gotten from doing my mediumship readings is they're just people. They're not scary. Like people are always like, are you scared? Oh my gosh, does it me? Are you nervous? Oh, dead people. Like, literally, they're just people. Like, dead people don't scare me. They really don't. First of all, they're just your people, you know? So it's just whoever passed, um, they're just your people. So they, <laughs> does that make sense? It's just like your aunt or your grandpa or your mom or whatever. They're just people. They're very nice people. They're just dead and they're not scary at all. Um, they are very pushy when you have any sort of ability to connect. And a lot of you do when you don't know it, you are going to get pushed and prodded and poked by spirits on the other side because they're like, Ooh, 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 wait a second. We can, we can use this, say this to her, go talk to her, give her a hug. What's going, you know, and it'll come through like in you as anxiety. Um, but I never get scared. They do follow me around sometimes before and after readings. And I've told lots of little stories like this, but this is a more recent one. I had a reading, another reading. It was a a daughter who lost her mother. And I mean, just the most beautiful reading and the most beautiful messages coming through. This mom really showed up for her daughter. And then afterwards, I'm done with my reading and I go downstairs into my living room and it was Christmas time. And this music box, I did a story about it in my Instagram stories, but this music box started playing and it was not on and it was just playing. 
it just kept playing. And I looked at it and the switch was off and I'm like, okay, I wasn't scared. I just knew it was the mom. And I even DM'd the woman who I just read. I'm like, Hey, I just, so you know, this is happening. I just feel like it's your mom lingering, hanging out with me. And the daughter was like, Oh, she does this stuff all the time to us too. It's just her little way of saying, Hey, you know, when I'm here and I feel like she was just giving me gratitude too. And I just, I just love that, you know? So they're not scary. They're really sweet and kind and, and they are who they are on the other side and they'll kind of come through accordingly. So if your mom who passed was pushy, she's going to come through as pushy. Uh, if, you know, grandpa who passed was really sweet and loving, he might come through with like kind of more sweet and loving signs. Or if, or if they were, had a sense of humor, you might have really funny signs come through. Um, so, but it can feel like anxiety when they want to get through to you. Um, another way they can do to you is you may notice that you're feeling things that they would feel, but you necessarily yourself would never feel. For example, um, this woman I was reading, I was just getting, it was this whole reading and I'm like, I feel like your mom, again, all these moms, this mom was coming through and the, the one who I was reading the daughter was like, you know, I just felt like the mom was telling her these directives to reach out to her aunt or the mom's sister. And this is not something that the daughter ever would have done on her own, like at all. Um, They didn't have that type of relationship, but she was like, yeah, why am I wanting to call and find out about her son? And, And why am I reaching out all the time? It's like, it's your mother. Just using your, jumping on your energy and kind of manipulating you to do things that she would have done, which is a very on the other side thing to do. So if you notice that you're sending birthday cards to people that you're like, why am I doing this? <laughs> you know, ask yourself, like, is somebody making me do this? Because, and you can still do it. It's just a nice awareness because they do get in there and, and move you around, but they're not scary. And I think that I just want everyone to know that they're just people. They're not scary. Growing up, I always heard the saying, if the living didn't hurt you, the dead never will. And I feel like that was just my own family's way of being like, you know, the living are worse than the dead, basically, you know? You take the, I take dead people any day. You know what I mean? Like they, they're not going to bother you. They're not here to hurt you. They're just trying to communicate to you. So yes, they're not scary. Okay. Third thing. Um, there's more to it on the other side, but they won't show us cause we just wouldn't get it. Do you know how many times I get that in readings? They say something like, you don't get it. You're not, you wouldn't get it. You can't get it. I get this kind of, and I've said it, this, this is my analogy for this. Cause I've gotten this a couple times, like a lot in readings. When you, if you have kids, if you ever dropped your kid off at school and they're crying, like, don't leave me, you know, mommy, this is awful. And you're like, you feel bad. You're like, I'm sorry, but you're fine. You know, like you also have that feeling like if you're not your first kid, your first kid, you might be sad too, but your second kid, you're like, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. You're like that. That's kind of how they feel on the other side. Like, yeah, I know your life's like kind of blown up right now and everything's really hard or whatever, but like also you're fine because there's, and, and the underlying feeling I get, and this is something I can't even put words to. It's more just a feeling. There's more to it. The closest way I think I got to understanding what that means, like there's more to it, is I had this woman's aunt and she had passed and she gave me a picture of her aunt and the aunt came through in my my third eye vision, like laughing hysterically and holding a crystal ball. I guess she was just really 
kind of like in- intuitive and psychic herself in her lifetime. And she's holding a crystal fall and she goes to me and she actually talked directly to me. And she's like, this life is such a joke. You haven't like, she was just laughing. She's like, it is such a joke. And she didn't mean it nasty. She was literally like cracking up. Like, I can't believe we, we worry about so much stuff when over here, it's like totally different. And I'm like, Whoa, that, and she really talked like directly to me. And I'm like, what is that? Like, you know, don't sweat the small stuff and all those cliche things. It was like that times a hundred. That's the feeling she gave me. She's like, this life is such a joke. You guys have no idea. And I was like, whoa. And um, I told, of course, her niece this. And her niece was like, oh, that's her. You know, that makes sense. Like she was just very intuitive in her lifetime. And then on the other side, she's giving kind of more insight in a way that we need it, which is what happens over there. And still the same thing. Like you wouldn't get it. I don't think we're capable of getting it in this limited form, the limited human form. Like, I really feel like our brains, I don't know if we could handle it. You know, I think we forget on purpose. Otherwise we couldn't move through the 3d biologically the way we need to. Um, I feel like there is some tether to this lifetime that requires a certain sense of amnesia, like soul amnesia. But if that resonates, it's because, you know, this is definitely not it. This is, there's so much more to it than this. Anyways, um, if you're interested in that, by the way, episode 187 and episode 194, I talk more about that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, oh, haunting a house. Haunting a house is a choice, people. It really is. For, for the most part. It is their choice. Sometimes they don't know they've died, though. That's really sad. If someone doesn't, sometimes that's kids. Yeah, that's hard. Growing up, uh, we were, I don't know, we, we were in a house and, um, it was haunted by an old woman <laughs> and she knew she was dead. She definitely knew she was dead. Um, and it's just kind of like, you know, when they know their past and it's a choice, like I'm living here, you're living here. And I've told, I've talked about this before in our paranormal episodes. It's like having a roommate. Like they're not, they just want to share space with you and they can actually keep a house very welcoming feeling and they can actually protect a house too. So if you feel like your house is haunted, literally, it's not a bad thing. It really isn't. It's, it's, yes, we all read those. It's not like Amityville horror. You know what I mean? Like most of the, most of the time, a lot of you are cohabitating with other entities that are, you know, that are ghostly or spirits, but they've chosen to stay there. When I ever, when I tell somebody this, a lot of you, like I'll have a reading and sometimes, sometimes that comes up. I'll just get like the energy of the house will come up and nine times out of 10, you go, Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you know, and, uh, and they can really keep the house safe for you. You can be like, Hey, you know, give them a name. You go, like, Hey George, make sure, you know, I lock the door, make sure the coffee maker's off, help me out. You know, they, they will, and they'll keep the bad stuff out and the good stuff in. So my point is, um, haunting is a choice. Sometimes they don't know they've died. This can happen with kids a little bit sometimes. If you have that feeling, I had a client and there was like a kid, a dead kid playing with her kids because her kid kept talking about a dead kid and that was freaking her out. If it ever freaks you out, you don't have to deal with that, you know? And um, I just told her, light a candle, say, you have to go to the light. It's time for you to go now. You have to go to the light. You can't be here anymore. You go to the light. And you pray for them and you tell them to go to God's love and it usually works. So, yeah. Um, but 
A lot of times they come through, you know, in old places, if there's memories or unfinished business or a story, like some of those haunted house tour places, um, they'll stick, they'll stick around just because, oh, we're educating, we're connected to the story. They enjoy feeling remembered. Memory is a channel from this side to the next. So they will feel connected that way. Also unfinished business is real. Some people just aren't ready to cross over yet. They want to hang out where they need to still process what it, what went on. Um, yeah. And, and the other thing is you can have paranormal experiences in a house where somebody previously who was living there had none and that, or vice versa. And that's because they will connect to your life situation. So let's say you're like a single woman living with her cat. And the woman who used to live there was a single woman, you know, like she'll all of a sudden they'll wake up or they'll start connecting or you'll start having experiences. And the family who lived there before you are like, nothing happened. It was, what are you talking about? Like that. Or you can be like my client. I had this one lady, she was raising like, she had like three boys, three or four boys. I don't know. She had a lot of boys in this house. And she knew it was haunted. This all came up like haunted and all this. It wasn't even a big deal. She just knew. She's like, yeah. And I just felt like it was this energy. There was a woman who also had raised boys in that house. So you're in that mindset, you know, like, oh, the boy is the mud. They're running around. Oh, they're playing in the same spot. Like her kids probably played in They're They're doing, you know, you, you're in a certain mindset, like boys calm down. You know, they're so loud. The same toy. You're in a mindset and that mindset attracts them to you and connects and can wake up activity and, and make them more active. It's kind of like a, a door, like a portal between this world and the next, but it's not evil and it's not bad. Again, it's like having extra roommates or protection. Okay, fifth thing. They can channel through your pets. I've talked about this on the pet episode. <laughs> Especially other... Okay, so I, I sound crazy. I realize I, I've reached the point in the podcast episode where if you weren't thinking I'm nuts, you're going to. Um, <laughs> because this one's weird, but it's so true. Some cats and dogs will allow, they don't leave their body, but they'll move over to let another pet come through or even a loved one of yours come through. And if you have a cat that's been acting like the cat that died, that's why. Like, hey, you know, my cat gets in the bathtub with me and that never happened until like my old cat got in the bathtub with me. Like, that's so weird. Like little things like that. Like, why are you doing that? you your or the dog does something that reminds you of your old dog who passed and they never knew each other. You know, they'll move over to let the other one say hi, but they'll also move over to let a person who died say hi too. It's kind of, they share a space and allow the other person to come through and talk to you. Yep. I know. Okay. I have a story for this. I had a friend this was before I was really out with the mediumship, you know, and she had a cat and she lost her really, really good friend to a drug overdose. Very sad. Um, it was her best friend and you know, she died of a drug overdose. Very, very upsetting. And she always had a lot of guilt about it, you know, but anyways, my friend had a cat and she told me, which was very vulnerable of her to do so. Cause she probably was worried that she'd sound nuts. She's like, I feel like the cat is Lisa. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> She's like the cat will do things every once in a while. And I just know it's Lisa and that's her friend who died. And I just said, you know, I just, I got really emotional because I said how beautiful it is that you recognize that it's Lisa. Like, can you imagine if you were on the other side trying to come through 
and somebody actually acknowledged you and validated you and they're like, oh my God, I see you. Like that's a big deal for people on the other side want validation just like, just like you do because they're people. So if you notice something like that in your pet, like, hey, that seems like my old pet or that seems like my dad, just say hi. You know, like worst case scenario, you're a crazy psychic lady like I am. And that's okay. We, we function. We exist. We're, we're good. Um, but honestly, the best case scenario, which is probably what's happening, they're trying to say hi. And when you validate them, you feel it in your heart. You really do. So yeah, that, that can happen. Okay. Number six, wearing their jewelry connects them to you. Metal is a conduit. They can channel through it. Um, so if you wear something that grandma wore, I always wear my grandma's ring, like when I'm doing something I'm nervous about or whatever, cause I just feel her with me because they can, they can just, they can conduit through it. Not, I want to say like two weeks ago, I had a reading with a woman and, oh man, I forget the details. I think it was her grandma. Yeah, I think it was her grandma. And I, I was, got a picture of her grandma. She gave me a picture of her grandma and I'm like, oh, this is so cliche, but she's showing me like butterflies and I think it was something attached to jewelry too. I'm like, she's showing me butterflies and she's showing me something with jewelry. And the woman's like, oh, I'm wearing her butterfly ring right now. I'm like, oh, you know, because they know, like they connect, they attach, they, they really, they really show up for you when you're wearing their jewelry. And a lot of times jewelry, oh, tattoos, tattoos are a huge, I forgot about that one. Tattoos are a huge conduit too. You get a tattoo for somebody. That's not just something that, that you do you know, like for yourself, you're doing that as a way, it's a touchstone. Now you don't have to get a tattoo. I don't have any tattoos. You don't have to get a tattoo, but if if it's something that's been on your mind and you feel like that could connect them, it most certainly can. It most certainly can connect them to you. Finally, and this is a big one, a little controversial, not to me, but maybe to the 3D world. There is more than one way to reach the summit. What does that mean? We all go to the same place no matter what religion or no religion at all, there are more than one ways. There's a lot of ways to get there. Okay. Um, I feel like, you know, growing up Catholic, that definitely was not the thing that I heard, (laughs) but on the other side, I mean, I read people who've passed from all faiths and creeds, walks of life, religions, cultures, they're all, it's the same spot. I've talked about, um, I've, I've talked about what happened. Okay. And, and like when I said those other episodes, if you wanted to listen to, I did talk about something called a timeout and I think it's episode 187. I talked about a timeout. So I'm not talking about people that have done bad things. I'm talking about normal people, you know, who do, who do their best and get through life. We all go to the same place. Okay. Um, I, I have a, a philosophy on this religion, uh, is, you know, it's like a a 3D way of carrying memory and memory is really important for connecting, for keeping loved ones on the other side alive. Okay. So let me simplify that. Memory is what keeps them connected to us. When we talk about ancestors um, and we talk about tradition And you want to know why those things are so important to us all doing the same thing every holiday or having the same, doing what grandparents did and great grandparents did and remembering and honoring and keeping culture and traditions alive and and getting excited about our cultures and our traditions. Okay. And making the recipes and celebrating a certain way and whatnot. 
All it's about is making sure that we keep a door open to the people on the other side to now. When you do a tradition, what's happening is you are opening the door for those who have passed to connect with you. That's true. And, and it's truly what it is. You, If you want to believe it, if you don't want to believe it, it doesn't matter in terms of the religious part of things because people in the 3D get real caught up in it, you know, meaning it can get real 3D, it can get real negative, it can get really hateful in our 3D world um, in terms of, well, you know, a lot of religious beliefs and whatnot. And to tell you the truth, I feel like it's just our 3D way of keeping a 5D thing open. So I feel that religion and and the tradition that comes through it is more about keeping memory alive. And memory is a pathway for spirit to travel back and forth. Traditions keep family ancestry alive. The 3D can make it very harsh and scary. But in the 5D, it's just a way in which to connect the planes, the two planes together. So the other side is connected when you do something that just makes their memory alive. So doing something with love and remembering and keeping a culture, tradition, religious culture alive, whatever it is, that's just, you know, that's the important thing. I hope that makes sense. Um, you know, being Catholic, for example, I have rosaries hanging all over my house, in my car, in my closet, on my bedpost, in my kids' rooms. I'm not practicing Catholic, but it makes me think of my grandparents and it makes me feel protected. It makes me feel safe. And it's a, it's just, it's a touchstone, like what they thought and how they, the traditions are the things that keep us connected. And I teach my kids about that stuff too. So it's just something that if you look at it in a different way, instead of it being limiting or make you feel like controlled it can make you say, you know what? I'm going to take ownership of my culture, my religion, my traditions. I'm going to take ownership of it. I'm going to, I'm going to make it mean something different. I'm going to make it mean thank you to those in the past. And I remember you and I'm grateful for, for what you've done and, and the connections that we had. And I, and I welcome that beauty and that love and that remembrance in my heart and I'm passing it forward. And that's, that's what that's about. And it's really important to those who passed on the other side. Wow. You're all very important to me, and I'd love to hear your thoughts and your own experiences with this. You know this podcast is for you and about you, and I'm so glad you spent some time with me today. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.